0: Oh, hi there. Chalo. Hey now. Hola. And ba weep grana weep ninny bong. However you want to say it, welcome to that Kev1
1: show. Well,
0: friends, last week we were East Coast vibing. Now it's West Coast again via Hollywood. But my guest was born in New York, and you know him. You know him without knowing you know him, and you'll know him when they're introduced him. From overfitted, guest starring roles from TV and the big screen, he often plays a tough guy and always brings his A-game. Please welcome Hollywood's badass, Robert Catrini. Robert.
1: Hi, guys. Hey, thanks for having me,
0: Kevin. Very oh, man. Oh, anytime. As a fellow American, uh, Italian-American actor, man, it's always good to see uh, us succeed in all that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it, it always helps to catch a lucky break every
0: now and then, too. So, you know. Oh, yeah. No, for I'm sure. Just, I'm just a simple kid from Brooklyn who catches a break every now and then. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. I, look at <laughs> I mean, you pop up all the time in so many things. People a little younger than me, and, you know, uh, actors like, don't like to say their age and all that, but uh, even might know you from, like, video games, like Mafia. It's just wild. Yeah, the, uh, what was it? Uh, mafia,
1: the, uh, not, not the Limited.
0: The, the, I think it was, um, edition. yeah, the Definitive yeah, Edition, the definitive,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, uh, which they resurrected, I I, I didn't know they had, it had been ten or thirteen years ago. They did the original, and um, yeah, they invited me in to play uh, the Don's bartender and owner of the uh, the bar
0: restaurant. So I, I play Luigi. Yeah, Luigi, not that Luigi guy's out there. I mean, more more hardcore, hard Luigi. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that Luigi. They, hey,
1: they they gave me a comb over. You know, so I like, oh, wow, that's interesting. That's
0: what I would look like. Okay. Isn't that wild? And like they get the they they get the likeness down so much, plus a comb over, mind you, that it's like you you're pretty much you got the you pretty much essentially have the role if they make a live action film of it. You know.
1: Well, you know that uh, since you mentioning the uh, the video game, that, I mean that's what the big.
2: AI um, issues mm-hmm. with the, uh, with the contract. Yeah. Cause, um, let me ask you this. Have, have you ever
0: been on a, uh, on a mocap stage? No, I would love to. Okay.
1: So well, we actually, we actually did the mafia. We did it on, uh,
2: ILNs.
1: Huh. Uh, stage. Yeah. yeah. Up at San Rafael, which, which was a treat, you know, just walking in there.
2: And yeah. Analysis. The history this is The legendary
1: ILM. Oh, wow. yeah. Um, so imagine you've got a uh, a big empty soundstage. There's nothing on it, and there's um, scaffolding. Uh, not that's it's not scaffolding. Hmm. It's uh, I forget what the, the term is. It's a triangular steel.
0: Yeah, um, uh, kind of like when they're um, remodeling places and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, pi- pi- picture a frame, a, a gigantic frame of that all around walls uh of the uh, of, of the soundstage and on all the the columns from the floor all the way to the 30 40 foot ceilings whatever it's just mounted with cameras really? on every single leg and then across oh. the top from one side to the other so you've got like you know 400 different cameras that are tracking you and then they put you in the suit oh. with the little uh, white uh, dots yeah and uh and along one entire wall, with screens that are not facing you, it's facing the other way, is a battery of techies who are watching you and tracking your movements. And uh, you, you start off the day by standing. You have to do it at uh, the beginning of every day because they put little dots all over your face, hmm. and um, and they'll they'll just have you run through every conceivable type of facial. Uh, Wow! You know, stick your tongue out. You know, we'll yeah eye. You know, give us a grimace. You know, give us an angry. Move your lips this way. Move your lips, and it's all being fed into the computer.
0: And this was just so this could, was for Luigi. This was for uh, the Mafia one. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really wild. That it's that that's that <laughs> hardcore for that because you'd almost think what you're describing is more for like a ninja type thing where you're doing so many moves, This is just copying you doing kind of fairly normal mannerisms.
1: That's wild. Exactly. Well, this is for any video game today that you're watching. All of those actors, all the, the, the figures that you see, those were actors on uh, on the uh, motion capture uh, stage doing exactly that. And hmm. they could, I mean, go back to Lord of the Rings. You know, Gollum, that's that's what they did. To Andy Serkis. Really? You know, they, they, Andy Serkis did all of that on the mocap stage. Huh. And then they just
2: made him look like. Wow. So, that's
0: crazy. I mean, and game. I'm not a techie. I mean, we were talking about that before we got on the phone, when uh, we were communicating before. I'm not a techie by any means necessarily, but man, I mean, I get it for Gollum, where you're a creature, you know, but for Luigi, you know, uh, Mafia guy, it pretty much looks like you, you know, pretty much. It's so wild. It, it almost does. seems yeah, like yeah, overkill. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, my,
1: yeah. I had cousins back east called and said, is, is that you on the game? Because it I said, yeah, that's, that's me. So it looks, you can tell that my face is me.
2: But they can
1: make the appearance. They can give me a mustache. They can do a comb over. They could, they could give me, uh, they could give me a head of hair like Jason Momoa if they uh, got. So, so that's the issue. Once you're in the computer, um, the
0: company can literally have you doing anything, saying anything. Got your voice mm-hmm. so, Damn, that isn't isn't that scary? That's the scariest. That was the scariest part for me for the SAG after strike, which is um, is it totally over? I know we we're ratifying it still. I saw some headlines. It, on the clip on a, is it? Is it
1: about? It's not. I think we have until
2: the eighth. I, oh,
1: okay. I voted. Yeah. I voted uh, three days ago. Um, I, I, I voted yes, mm-hmm. and my. <sighs> I, I understand the concern of the the naysayers who are,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, very vocally promoting both no. But my my issue with that is, I it's a negotiation. Yeah. You either side any negotiation, if either side thinks they're going to walk out with every single thing they wanted, well. You know, you're, you're living on, in, in a dream world. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, a it's it Altogether, it's a marriage, you know, either way. Anyway, you slice it, so, you know, it's, yeah.
1: Exactly. So the people who are naysaying right now, well, we didn't get, uh, we didn't, uh, we should vote no because we didn't get the, the AI
0: uh, things that we wanted. To point. Mm-hmm. Well, we got some of them. Yeah, which opens and, the door for the future, and it's an ever-evolving, exactly. it's an evolving thing that I'm not sure if anyone understands the way That's it's moving exactly so fast, right. you know?
1: That's exactly right. It's, <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's, I, an evolving thing. Is, you've got the door open. you got a yeah. couple of things. But along with those couple of things, all the other areas, you got a lot over there too. Mm-hmm. So while well, well, the studios are saying, no, we're not going to do that, then on our side of the table where well, we're saying, well, we're not going to give up that. We're not going to do that. And at some point you reach an agreement where both sides look at each other on any particular point and they say, you know what, can we just agree on this now? Because, I mean, let's face it, we have another contract coming up in 31 more months. So maybe we can get another little foot in the door over there. We'll see. But I, I just think that if anybody is, you know, I, I respect the fact that they, want to vote no. Hmm. I just don't know if I necessarily agree with the reasoning behind it because mm-hmm. you are not the, just just the nature of negotiations. You are not going to get every single thing you want. Mm-hmm. It's, never, it's never happened in the history of negotiating yeah. and it's not going to happen now. You got mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. We gave them a little bit. The studios wanted it. We gave them that. We agreed to this. They agreed to that. And you know what? After... 118 days, we really think this is probably the best we're going to be able to do right now because the other option is we go back out on the street and um, let's face it, coming up with the uh, Chris, we're already Christmas holiday, um, the industry is about to shut down, usually does on December 18th uh goes down for three weeks and pretty much every year comes back on my birthday on January 5th. Oh, so those three weeks, the, the industry's on hiatus. When it comes back on January 5th or 6th, it doesn't come back with a bang. It starts to gear up slowly and slowly. Well, if we're still on strike then, because we're already in December,
0: mm-hmm. everybody in this town right now is thinking about taking off. Yeah, going so, back to their hometowns or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. wow so, so
1: nobody, nobody's really interested in being at a negotiating table for the holidays. And then once we come back, it'll be a slow start. And by the time of January, the end of January rolls around, my point is that if it gets voted down, what we've got to be looking <sighs> February, maybe even March That's before. Wild people are back to the table. And that's a, this is a conversation I've had with several, yeah, um, and... some former agents of mine who are really in the know, and we, we've been friends over the years. And uh, when they pointed this out to me, I said, you know, you're right, the, the timeline alone, it, it couldn't be a worse time to consider negotiating. We're coming into the holidays. Who wants to work during, you know, once you yeah. hit mid-December?
0: And things are so pushed Nobody. back already. I mean, award shows are probably going to look really weird or skip you know have half the nominees for this and that and uh the fall season the summer blockbusters that are getting pushed i mean like yeah i wonder how much of a bubble we're gonna have of reruns or really niche weird programming (laughs) popping up for me
2: already yes i've had some conversations
0: with friends that call me so
1: because they want to know you know what are you watching on (laughs) that and i said well i don't know i'm uh, I've cut it up on the screen. They're they're pulling movies from like, you know, 1995 and 2004. Well, they're they're starting to run out of content. They're squeezing it out as much as they can, but uh, during a normal um, uh, during normal times when there's no strike and everybody's working, I don't recall seeing this this many old old films (laughs) (laughs) being
2: it upon the streaming public i'm mean, like wow they they really are running out of stuff but yeah.
1: Peg, my wife looked at me and she said what is it isn't that an old movie i said well it's not old but it's like 2002 yeah. She said that's the best they could put up i said well i've got a whole laundry list of them here isn't that i'm crazy? trying to find something that's actually re- yeah it's crazy but when you run out of uh, pro- uh, product you you do whatever you can so anyway but yeah they're, they're, even though uh, was still voting. Technically, mm-hmm. um, it has bounced back. Um, for my taste, for my career, so far it's bounced back this past two weeks very nicely.
0: Mm-hmm. I can put it that way. Like you booked a lot of bookings, a so, lot of uh, stuff scheduled for during our during our birth month. Not, <laughs> not
1: not not bookings, but I'm mm. getting. I'm getting a lot of extremely nice invitations to ooh. audition for uh to read for some
0: juicy major rewarding ooh very awesome
1: projects yeah that's about all i can say about that
2: okay uh, yeah yeah but yeah no i'm so I'm,
1: yeah. hey i'm you know i'm i'm just happy to get i'm happy to get the phone call yeah uh, and it's nice Uh, i did i did one thing to you uh, during the strike you know you know sag had the, um, the, the independent productions they were allowing
0: yeah hand a handful right it just, wasn't really that many was it yeah. it was less than 15 or no, something no no
1: Actually, no oh, no, no. it was quite a few oh uh, the okay agre- agreement bills, yeah. oh yeah it was a lot la- of laundry hmm. mess, but te- technically as long as you had nothing to do with the studio because hmm. we're, we're striking against the studios and um, yeah it was offered uh Something very nice, and uh, spent uh, eleven days up in Oregon
2: um, oh, yeah. during the month
1: of yeah, the month of October. Uh, first class all the way, mm. sci-fi, and uh, yeah, they treated us uh, exceedingly mm-hmm. well, and uh, so that was that was nice to be able to do that. So Other that, than that and
0: that's when you can't mention uh, you can't mention too much about, or is that yeah? I can't yeah, I can't definitely. say that much yeah. until uh-huh. production tells me it's okay. Um, but it was uh, it was
2: it was nice. <laughs> the directory, <laughs> the director called me, and uh, it was very very gracious. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he offered to fly my wife up with me. Cool. He said, "We'll, we'll yeah. bring you." He said, "If you do the job, we'll bring your wife." Oh. <laughs> I said, "Ah, that's tough to pass up." Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So it was uh, yeah, it was very very nice. Well, so hopefully, uh, hopefully the vote will pass, and
2: uh, mm. you
1: know, and well, we'll we'll know. I think that, I think it's December eighth. I think we have a couple more days. But okay. once the eighth hits, Boom. they'll obviously come out either the next day. I'm sure deadline or Hollywood or Potter will they'll have the yeah. the final tally. And if it does pass, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect a lot because, like I said, in in another ten days.
0: So you're oh, saying I'll probably see a beautiful Robert Katrini headshot on the cover of Variety or Deadline Hollywood online? Is that what you're telling me? I, I,
1: I, well, hey, if you happen to know somebody over there, please, by all means, give them a call and say, listen mm-hmm. to
0: somebody you missed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Man. So, I, uh... I, then I'm, not, you know not to... I'm very fortunate. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, say
0: again? Oh, no, what are you saying? You're fortunate for what? <laughs> I said I, I've... Uh,
1: my career, I've been I've been very fortunate. Uh, mm. You know, hey, I I, I, I was born in, in Bed on the streets in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, I <laughs> uh, I, grew, I was just a tough kid from uh, a crap neighborhood, one of the worst slums in in, in the country. So, mm. you know, you like to think you have a certain level of street smarts. Mm i know this is a cutthroat business i mean you know mm-hmm. come on it, it is yeah. but in all honesty i've, I've said this since for, for forever since i've gotten here um i have been treated exceedingly well mm. by producers and directors by casting directors i've yeah. just been it's just been terrific. I I don't have anything negative to say about anybody mm. who's because they've all treated me so well, and the fact mm. that they keep calling, <laughs> I'm like, thank you, you know, thank mm. you God, thank you. So uh, yeah, I uh, and and I say that because I know others. There, I know some other people who.
0: Him uh, and so lucky. Or...
1: Well, yeah, and but along with that, lack of luck, I guess you could say. Um, the bitterness came with it, and you know the accusations about the industry being unfair. Well, mm-hmm. you know, if you work at the Seven Eleven, you know, around the corner, you, there are things you're going to think are not fair when you're working there either. You know, if you,
2: mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. I'm
1: sure there are things Elon Musk doesn't
2: think are fair, yeah. Jeff
1: Bezos doesn't think are fair. No matter where you are in the socioeconomic. Uh, atmosphere
0: it's, it's almost like a self-fulfilled active. prophecy kind of they're kind of projecting maybe or that could very uh, you what know you're what saying? you're right on I, I, one or two maybe
1: three that i can think of uh i agree that because that that my, my wife and i have discussed it with uh, some people that uh, who've taken that position because they weren't auditioning and auditioning etc and not getting anything or negative feedback about what they did and suddenly that well you you people you know it's the business and i'm i i don't want to have anything well yeah. hey you know on the flip side of the coin there's guys like me who christ i'm i'm thankful every day i get up that my phone is ringing so
2: mm-hmm.
0: You know, it says it feels I like, I, well. yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't look out, sometimes maybe you're the best actor in the room or you're doing the script, but it's just like, you know what, they got to go a different direction for whatever reason, and, you know, you just got to keep moving forward, and by and large, it feels like, um, and it seems like you agree, this is your sentiment, that good, nice people move ahead in Hollywood a lot, I and mean, if you have the talent, you know what I mean, like that, you know.
1: Well, uh, yeah, you, uh... In, in some of the cases that I just mentioned mm-hmm. um I uh, I honestly believe I, I honestly and everything I'm saying here, you know my wife and I discuss all the time
2: so, sure I honestly Peggle asks, ask you know what do you think that
1: happened what do you think this person said that or had that and in many cases I've said <laughs> My opinion that
2: person, uh, I don't even think is taking an acting, acting class right now. But mm, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if, I don't know if they ever have, and if
0: they have, they really <clears throat> they need, <laughs> need some <more>. get <laughs> back, in, <they> <laughs> yeah.
1: back into that because yeah, yeah. Uh, you know don't blame them in the industry if, uh, you know, if you're coming up short. Mm. You gotta, when you see, if they hand you the bat and you're at Yankee Stadium. You got to be ready to hit the ball Mm -hmm. as, as they would expect you to hit it. Otherwise, uh, don't, you know, don't, don't try and play at that level until at least a couple of people who are really in the know Mm -hmm. can tell you, yeah, "Yeah, you're ready. Absolutely do it. But, you know, whether it's an acting coach or whoever's, Mm -hmm. whoever you're looking. To guide your career or ask for advice, but uh, I wouldn't ask for advice from friends. I wouldn't ask for advice from family. Um, I made my moves when people who were cutting checks <laughs> <laughs> uh, told me, "No, you, you're done here. You, you got to go to L.A." I mean, this is. And I mean, are you sure? He said, look at, the, "Look at the money we're paying you to just, just to do this. Oh. You need to go." So I, I I think that many of the people who you know, are lamenting about careers that haven't taken off uh, should really reconsider maybe some of the advice
2: that have been given. So hmm.
1: anyway, uh,
2: so there Yeah, man.
0: You belong there for sure. You don't need any more acting classes. And kind of like some of the stuff we mentioned, you're part of the American Horror Story universe. You're the part of the DC universe with Birds of Prey. You're part of the Vertigo universe with Preacher as that sheriff in that hilarious scene where you get taken down on the freeway. You're in the Hasbro universe with G.I. Joe. Robert, what universe are you going to take over next? It's already video games. I saw that. but.
1: <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I... Uh... The, the ones that you have mentioned were just uh, there. Was so much fun, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I mean, uh, everything I've done, every project, like, I can think of just some things on each project. You know, like uh, pre- Preacher which was uh,
0: oh my, that's hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and thank
1: you, thank you, Seth Rogen and Evan uh, yeah. Goldberg for for uh, hiring me and directing me. We shot that in te- uh, no, not Texas. It's supposed to be Texas. We shot that in New Orleans, hmm. um, out on the deserted highway.
0: Uh, oh, I was wondering. I was going to ask uh, that. So it was deserted. Wow. So they us say, did you close yeah, it off? I, or was I, it the, fake somehow? Was it not real? It was real, though. Real no, 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 yeah. no. It's, it was
2: uh, Defunct a Defunct freeway? It was, yeah. a ro- yeah. it was a road that connected, if I remember correctly. it was
1: So let's say you've got two main roads that are parallel to each other, probably about a mile, mile and a half apart. And this one road that connected them both—that's the road they they cordoned off, so that nobody was coming down that mile, mile and a half um, of the road. And they took that road over, and that's where we shot that.
2: Mm.
1: But um, yeah, there were—you <laughs> know, y- you know—I had to take the mace and. Uh,
0: <laughs> it just went on and, on and for any fans that didn't watch that he you get take you're like a corrupt sheriff and you get like what it goes on and on you get like kicking the balls and maced and what it's just like
2: <laughs> yeah I'm you know when, uh, when when dominic says you you
0: know mace your balls yeah that's right when, when i read that okay. in the script
2: i said i have got to book this yeah <laughs> how I, do we do this yeah. I,
1: I already know what I'm going to do. I have oh. got to, go, and fortunately, I did. And then, uh, uh, thank you again, Seth and Evan, because like two two
2: months yeah. later, I'm back in L.A. and uh, I get the offer for. Well, I get the offer. I get the uh, offer to read
1: for. Uh, oh, uh, what the heck was it? Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of Future Man. Oh, and yeah. And Evan doing that again. Yeah. And I said, and I. <laughs> walked in, told the casting director, I said, you know, Seth just hired me. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I said, Preacher. I just got back to New Orleans, like, what, a couple of weeks ago, we <laughs> shot Preacher. Really? And she's making a note of it. Oh, nice. and, uh Yeah, nice. Yeah, like I, before I even got home, the agent called and said, uh, Seth wants you back again. I said, hey, I'm, thank you so much. That we shot yeah. here in L.A. But even that was a, a bunch of fun. There all the, uh, yeah, there are memories, uh,
0: you should really write a book. Man, Seth and Evan—they are really knocking it out of the park, and now they're like two names. When you see them um, as the executive producers, that you know it's good. Even from uh, I watched them all cut up on Invincible, their animated series, and man, aren't they behind the boys too? The the superhero show, The Boys. I want to say. Yeah. No, I have nothing on the boys. Yeah, I have on that. but I mean they produce I that just, too. Uh, but everything they produce is gold. <laughs>
1: well, you know when you look at. Uh... I guess when you look at the resume, it's, you know, it's, I, I mean, I'm proud of it. i I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, uh, I, I, somebody asked me, it was actually on a podcast mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. It says, "So you know, they're looking at the resume and they're running down and say, it said, so Bob, what are you, like, is there anything on this list that you're like most proud of? And I gave him an answer. I don't think they expected mm-hmm. I, say, I didn't name a particular project. I said, yeah, the thing I'm most proud of is the list of names in the director's column. Because, especially if you know TV... Yeah. That's... It, 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 you know, if you go up to somebody in, the, in, in Iowa and put a microphone and say, do you know who Spiel, Steven, Steven Spielberg is? For? Of course they do. Do you know who Martin is? For? Yeah, of course we do. But if you walked up to somebody and said... Uh, Hey, do you know who uh, you know who Steve Sergic is or the uh, uh, David Nutter? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Do you know who uh, Tony Singleton? They might look at you like I have no idea, but for people who know TV
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the productions,
0: that's a who's who. Yeah, <laughs> the actors <laughs> and so doing. Good.
1: you know, I mean everybody from Seth certainly Ryan Murphy, Nelson Craig, Clint Kershaw, Oz Scott. Dennis Smith, was uh, Blanca, uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, Leslie the Glatter, you know, president president of the DGA. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm very proud of uh, of uh, I'm, I'm the, the people who have hired me and who have placed their trust in uh, in what I. Might do
2: as soon as they yell action. So yeah. Anyway, Man. so there we
0: go. Yeah, with so many roles, I wonder what do you get recognized from the most? Would you say? Uh, usually, Jack Reacher. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the first mm-hmm. thing. Um,
1: which I was very fortunate to to uh, to get. Um, there were, I think, quite a few people uh, I'm sure read for it, and uh, I got the call. I had to go to New Orleans, uh, Ed Swift. Uh, there's, there's another name. I mean, yeah, Ed I was going
0: to say. <laughs> 30, it almost should be like a little ding effect for every hashtag. <laughs> ding! It <something> like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yes. laughs> was, uh, was already in New Orleans doing uh,
1: location scouting. Hmm. And I got the call to go down and uh, meet him. And uh, I read with him. Hmm. And uh, I thought it went well. Three weeks later, my agent called and said, uh, Paramount's bringing you back down. It's a one day trip uh, to be a town car outside your house at four o'clock. This is on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. You can town car uh, outside your house at four o'clock, uh, straight to LAX. Um, you'll, uh, you'll probably get to your hotel, on uh, the Hyatt, I believe it was, uh, in New Orleans about. Ten eleven at night, which I did. And you're out of there 8 o'clock the next morning. You over to uh, the um, another hotel. Oh, God, I'm trying to think of the name of it. The Weston on Canal, which I happen to know very well because G.I. Joe, that's where we were all stationed at the Weston mm-hmm. Hotel on Canal Street. I was there for three solid weeks. I knew the hotel really well. Mm. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. Uh, and you're going over there and you're going to meet Tom and uh, uh, the, the table read and, um, it was just the main cast and, and, uh, me, I mean, there were no other actors there, not even oh. the local actors, I believe from, from New Orleans. They, I don't even think mm. any of them were there. It was just like five or six, seven of us on, on one side of the table. And, um, I guess I thought that went pretty well uh, you <laughs> know, once, once it's all over and, Tom comes over and hits you with that crew smile and shakes your hand and says, "We're going to have a lot of fun."
0: I, oh, awesome! Yeah, I can totally imagine pretty, that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I'll tell you a funny story. We Ooh. were, Peg and I, were looking to buy uh, a house, another house in uh, San Fernando Valley, and we were looking around Mission Hills,
2: and I, I didn't have the down payment that I wanted, hmm. mm-hmm. you know, and I was like,
1: ah. So we were dis- discussing whether we were going to make that effort and just put what we had as a down payment. And I wanted a lot more. So uh, we, have, we have the table read. And uh, the, the room is, it's in the ballroom because the room is packed. But there had to be 150 people there, a uh, laundry list of executives from Paramount an equal amount from uh, Skydance, uh, Lee Child was there, casting, I mean, it was mm. just studio execs all over the place, mm. and a lot of people saying a lot of very nice things to
2: me, mm. okay.
1: but as soon as it was over, and, you know, Tom, like I said, Tom changed your hands, we're going to have a lot of fun, I, st- <laughs> I stepped outside, I stepped outside the room, I said, I'll be back in one second, Stepped outside the room and I called Peg. I
0: said, "Call the, uh, Call the broker and tell her we've got the down payment." Oh wow! Awesome. Mm. So people would so we we bought it and people
2: would come into the house and say, "Welcome to the house that Tom Cruise bought." Wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, I mean, not technically.
1: But, yeah. No, but know, yeah, yeah. I mean, the it, project. It, yeah, yeah. it it, 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 it helped. So, uh, yeah, no, Jack
0: Reacher, a lot of people recognize that, and, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, Preacher. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I would think, yeah, I would tell everyone to guess that, because, uh, or, or the video game, maybe, because of your likeness, but, uh, yeah, Reach uh, Jack Reacher, because the huge Tom Cruise film, or, uh, Preacher, because it was just so animated, it was almost like some amazing music video or something that whole sequence with the mace yeah, it was <laughs> and another one
1: another one that people uh, American Crime Story the Versace thing.
0: oh my god that was so int- when Darren Chris like wraps you up and you're, like you're passionately yeah, intensely exactly. kick- holy jeez <laughs> what was exactly, that like that was, what was it like filming that, that in that hotel room or? well that was oh. that, that was a 16 hour day oh the, god uh, with all that they
1: flew yeah, they flew Peg and I to Miami Beach for the opening scene. And uh, we were in Miami just close to a week. And I didn't even have any lines. I was I was farther down on the beach. They needed the establishing shot of, mm. of Darren coming up to me. And then it was three, three weeks later, uh, that interior scene, they built that bedroom on the box lot here in L.A. So uh, it, it was interesting because they had – when I when I got there, they had um, a stuntman who I, I'm at the end of the scene. You see me wearing this big fluffy white bathrobe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they had another fellow there who looked a lot like me. I'm mm-hmm. uh, wearing the robe, and I realized, oh, wait a minute,
0: they're gonna have a no, 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 no. They said, guys, I, you know, look, I, I, I can do this. Yeah.
1: I want to. I, I want to do this. Yeah. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to do this myself. And uh, I said, okay. And then, of course, what you see is there. Um, <laughs> they first they first tried putting a little air tube in mm. my mouth and bending the tube around my cheek out the back. But once they covered it with tape, it was uh, it was kinking and I couldn't breathe. So um, I I have I have vertigo. Oh no, yeah. And usually when I lay down flat, you know, I just look up at the ceiling or if I even look up at the ceiling too much, a little vertigo hmm. kicks in. I'm fortunate that um, it only lasts maybe, I
0: don't know, 20 to 30 seconds and then it, it goes away. And you, maybe, can you focus and maybe collect yourself and shorten that if possible sometimes or not really? or, or It, how it works. Well. I think I've trained myself from the very beginning.
1: I haven't always had it. It's only like nine or ten years that I've had it. And mm. I, I didn't know what it was when it first hit me because if you've never had it, it feels like you're you're not moving, but it feels like your brain is rotating inside your skull. The room is spinning even though your eyes are closed. And it's, it's a nauseous feeling.
2: Mm. And
1: I just uh, developed, uh, I thought, you know, I can. I want to try and control this with my mind, and I, I, whenever I get it, I just keep thinking, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" And I've gotten mm. it down to maybe, like I said, fifteen, thirty seconds, and it goes away, and I'm able to just calm down. So we get to the sound stage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And and if for fans that maybe possibly didn't catch that episode, can you walk us through real quick what that scene was? I know it's like you guys are about to get down. Yeah,
1: Darren, the assassin, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, Darren, played by Darren Chris, picks me up on a beach in Miami and we go back to my hotel room where um, he proceeds to, uh, unbeknownst to me, he proceeds to duct tape my entire head from my neck all the way up completely duct tape and while i'm squirming trying to breathe on the bed panicking he's dancing around the room and then at some point he just grabs a pair of scissors and comes back and leaps on the bed straddles me and rears back with the scissors as i'm moaning trying to gasp for air and slams the scissors between my lips and oh, gives me a little, whatever a pair of scissors or whatever little hole that would yeah. be for me to, to breathe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I am one of the, uh, and it's an act by the way, I, I talked to the author at the, uh, over at the DGA for the screening and it was an actual incident that took place. My character was the, the only one I believe that, um, Versace's assassin did not kill but it did not take place in Florida. It actually took place in California, I believe Mm. San Diego, before uh, Cunanan left for Chicago Uh. where he really started his his, uh, killing spree. So while the incident happened, it didn't happen in Miami. Um, Mm. So yeah, I'm laying on the side of the bed and I honestly didn't know uh, I, I couldn't couldn't see them taking the tape off my head Hmm. and redoing it because uh, you're going to get you're going to get continuity demons like me who will sit there and say that wasn't the same as it was before you know so uh, there was a little again a little hole where my mouth is and i'm just laying there i didn't realize i was there for four and a half
0: hours Wow, on the bed, wow. Yeah, my wife pointed that out later on. Um, she was in over in Video Village. Oh, my God. I, I'm laying there, and, there, you know, of course it'd be, Robert, we're going to do another take, and I'm giving him thumbs up. Oh, my God. It's like you're, it's like you're in surgery or at the thumbs dentist up. office, and you can't speak or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, okay. they, they were covering me up with a blanket because it was rather chilly.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> while well, i'm laying there and then the blank would come over oh we're going to do another take okay and i'm like okay this is what we you do this that okay 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 and i'm laying there and i'm laying there and i'm like okay i'm just i vertigo across my mind but i'm like okay nothing's happening right now and i'm laying and i'm laying and at some point if darren comes up to me okay i hear action he comes up and he does what he's going to do and okay cut and, and i'm laying there and all of a sudden, oh, no. vertigo kicks in. I haven't moved. I'm, you know, I'm just laying there. And vertigo kicks in. And I feel whatever last meal I had is about to come up again. And I'm thinking, oh, no, no, no. I'm going yeah. to choke to death. I can't, I can't. And I, I just threw my arms up in the air, you know. It was a panic mode. I swung off to the sides of the bed, and of course they could barely understand what I'm saying. Like, no, no, no! And they realized it was a panic time. They cut off the the duct tape, and they said, give me a basket. And they brought something over right away, and I threw up. Uh-huh. So uh, at that point, it was uh, an hour, 45 minute, an hour mandatory break for bob and i was yeah. like no no i'm ready to go back to work and they're like no 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 yeah. the, 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 the nurse from the fox lot come over and yeah. she's willing her her carry-on luggage bag full of medical supplies and whatever And i said i'm fine i'm fine just let me a the half minutes rest yeah um and that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh yeah that was a kind of Kind of intense, but. Uh,
0: yeah, I said at least. Did you finish it, or did they have the stunt person finish part of it, or no? no you did it all. No, what?
1: No, what they? Uh, no, I, 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 said no. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the rest of it. But at that point, I think they had gotten everything they wanted from that scene.
2: Okay. Now wow. there was a subsequent scene where I'm
1: in my robe and I'm up. I'm out of the room. I'm a couple of steps up uh, behind a, a glass block wall. I, I was really being a carpenter. I do a, I do pretty much all my own my own carpentry, uh, my, my my finish work around the house. Hmm. And uh, so I was really impressed with the quality of the room that they built. I said, "Wow, this is, you guys really." I had a compliment. Nelson and Ryan said, "This is an amazing job in this room." Uh, I'm supposed to be washing my hands, and I come around and I'm drying them, and I. I'm looking back now a couple of steps down into back toward the bed at the far side of the, of the wall. And Darren is going through my belongings and he pulls out a Rolex and he, he takes it. And at that minute, moment, he looks over and he realizes that I'm looking at him and he comes charging up the steps and backs me down over a jacuzzi which is half filled with water so i'm back down and i'm supposed to put my arm my, my left arm down into the water to hold myself up from going mm-hmm. completely over and he's in my face and this this was cut out by the way they, they didn't mm. put this in and he's threatening me face to face and just as, as he's about to kill me the doorbell rings because it's room service so what you see in the finished product is me signing the uh the ticket for the room service and telling the waiter, the, the waiter to you know come back in 30 minutes because I <laughs> he doesn't know that I think I might be dead. I want you to come back. So Darren lifts me up and I go and answer the phone. I uh, answer the door. So they cut this whole thing out, but we had to do so many takes that every time my arm went in the, the jacuzzi, the, the entire left arm of the, the robe saturated with water oh so I don't know how many I don't know how many ropes they had oh <laughs> <laughs> we're doing another take Well, Bob's got to get in a dry rope they put me in another dry rope and they're they're trying to dry off the ones that were wet with like hair dryers trying to get those as dry as again. and uh yeah I I said no, no I I, I want to do that too huh. so they just put a, a nice thick towel over the edge of the jacuzzi so it wouldn't snap my back when he pushed me back over it and uh i was i, I was kind of sorry that was cut out because yeah. i thought it was really a very very intense scene but you know
0: i wonder if it's available as a behind it. the scenes feature at anywhere you know like on a dvd or if they do that anymore oh
1: i don't know i honestly don't know oh. but you know maybe it was just a time constraint i i don't know but they uh yeah that was that was the uh but uh, no i i didn't want uh I didn't want a, uh, a stunt man. Uh, even with um, even with Preacher.
0: But, you know, mm-hmm. when I, I, did, I did not know they were going to blow my head up. <laughs> I just knew that I was getting shot. And, Spoiler uh, alert to anyone back. who hasn't seen it. <laughs> or see I'm <it. laughs> oh,
1: you know, sorry about that. Was, yeah. Anybody who hasn't seen the yeah.
2: episode.
1: <laughs> but, um, I said, no, 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 no. I want to, you know, are you a stunt? I said, I, I've done some minor things, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. You, know, you guys looked around and so said, You guys aren't going to, I'm not going to hit the pavement. You know, you're going to. So they had a bunch of guys that were moving on both sides of this big mattress that were moving it around and ready to move it, you know, even mm-hmm. a foot or two, depending on where I decided to toss myself back. Oh, yeah. And we, we did a couple of takes, and I was comfortable with it. And,
0: uh, oh, cool.
1: They, they kept it in, so...
0: Uh, Have you done that a lot, a lot? Have you, like, fallen on your back a lot? Like, if there's different stunts or, like, fight scenes or anything? Or? No, the, 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 I, I really haven't.
1: It's, uh, it's just never really been really called for. Hmm. Uh, back in the, I can tell you this. Back in the very beginning, uh, when I first started, I was still in uh, South Florida. So I was in Miami. <laughs> and I booked a commercial and the commercial called for uh, a little bit of stunt driving. And if you're familiar with that, we were behind Gloria Estefan's um, place. There are alleyways behind the buildings off uh, off the main drag. And when you come down from one alleyway and there's a crown in the street, like you hit a little bit of a dip where Mm -hmm. the curb is, Then the road crowns, and there's another dip, and then it picks up again. It rises like when you go behind the second set of buildings on the other side of the street. Well, obviously, if you're you're coming through there in a car at any kind of speed, even 20 miles an hour, you're going to bottom out as soon as you hit the crown in the road, and then you're going to go airborne maybe for a foot or two, and then you're going to hit the other dip. Oh and you're goodness. going to bottom out again. And then you're up. So they they had a car. It was, I think it was a little Fiat. It was a little big, tiny car. But the cameras were all mounted on it, on rigs on the front. And it's me and the, another, I'm playing detective. It's a detective. We're chasing bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I hit the I hit the crown coming out of one side of the alley. I hit it so hard, I ripped the shocks off the car. Whoa, and when I, when I ended up down the other side, of the, and we're talking, we're going back to the mid-90s now, before uh, I even came to L.A. Hmm. And <laughs> the car was like, there were sparks flying from out underneath oh, the car. I like, yeah. skidded to a stop on the other side. And I don't know if I was... I don't know if I was supposed to do that, but, (laughs) you know, I, you know, you told me to
0: try and take it at 30 miles an hour. I, what I did, I, I mm. <laughs> so your method. I'm not, the, uh, I'm
1: not the stunt guy here. I did what you asked me to do, and if the car broke, I I don't know what to tell you.
0: What'd they what say? They did they freak out me? or what? They, what? No, no, oh. they,
1: no. I think they were actually happy with what they got. To tell you the truth, uh, <laughs> and the one thing they would not let me do that I was God, I was dying to do it. Were back out on the street before this incident happened, where I'm skidding to a stop in the alley, but there's a car chase. And out in traffic and my car was coming around the corner and skidding into the curve and then making a complete way right. and i wanted to do that but they said nah the chances of you know, an amateur flipping the car hey. <laughs> is is too great we're going to give that to an actual stunt driver Again,
0: you know, kind hmm. of like me, so What project you know, was this for? Do you recall or
1: you know, I, I don't it's a commercial, mm. uh, commercial Oh my god. I do not re- I do not recall it was for
2: I was
0: trying um, to think of old nineties action shows or car shows like Viper or I know you're it might be a blue, no. this is a commercial you said, right? It, not it, a show. It, it it
1: was a commercial. I, mm. I literally cannot think of what it was for but I know the end of it. The, the, the whole point was, well, we, we finally skipped to a stop, and the, the bad guy's running down the end of a dead-end alley, and he's trying to climb over a fence. And me and my partner are running down after him. My partner is eating donuts <laughs> in the car, and as I hit, the, they knew that when I hit this this dip in the road on the, the crown, coming out of one alley that his daughters were going to go flying, which was the, the point. And cinematically, all that was, it was funny. You, you had no choice but to laugh. And anyway, we're finally we're chasing him down. And I look at my watch and I go, wait, wait, wait. It's lunchtime. Uh, Come on. <laughs> and we both turn around and walk
2: away. Oh. And, and the bad guy hanging on the fence turns around and looks at us like we have three heads. like, <laughs> y- you had me. But you're, you're breaking for lunch? <laughs> and, uh, I forget the product, but uh, yeah, it was a punchy. That's the only other, hmm.
1: uh, as far as stunt work, I can say that I've really had. Uh, if you want to even call that stunt work, but uh, yeah. no, for uh, most of the things that I do, is, uh, it's been uh, the wide variety of variety has all been
2: performance uh, hmm. based, which. Like, you know,
1: stunts are nice to do. They really are. I mean, I had fun on Preacher,
0: uh, even the the, the, uh, the Versace, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. But... It always adds realism to me. To me, I always love doing stunts if I can, because I love when it's physical, because it just it adds, you know, I mean, even if it's a, or like a talk, just a talking scene, like you're talking about, if you're slamming your hand on the table or something, it, it kind of adds, you know, makes it more 3D, so to speak, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. No, stunts yeah. are fun. Yeah. You know, stunts sound like, like playing bad guys is fun you know I, mm-hmm. I get why so many actors you know love playing i you know we've all heard that for years even before i, I
2: came into the industry you know you hear all these guys saying no nah, i love to
1: play bad guys yeah I, I love I, that i get it yeah now now i get it i, yeah. I know exactly why you like to play bad
0: guys the the the, uh, the, the it's kind the, of cathartic of, it's kind of a release right when you say
1: it is. <laughs> yeah. It Really is. You're right. Yeah. It's the, the amount of freedom that they give you to explore mm-hmm. the, the the level of of evil. It's like wow. That's uh, yeah. Thank you for thank you for the opportunity to go where. You know, like Chatner says, where no man has gone before, at least in my own mind. Anyway, I've, ne- yeah. I've never done this before. Where do you see what I'm going to do now? Yeah. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to do it because, you know, if you don't like it, you want me to pull it back or you want me to go even crazier. But, uh, yeah, know, it's, it's. like I said, I've been, it's been
0: fun. So, yeah. anyway. I don't, I don't know if I'm the nicest guy on earth but I know, I'm, I know I'm pretty nice like I don't if I get the wrong order I don't even send the food back I scrape the cheese off and put some sauce on it sometimes so it's like whenever I play a bad guy or an abuser it's kind of like a faucet it's kind of like rinse squeezing the sponge like oh okay it's a little release you know it's kind of like, oh yeah it's like yeah. approved road rage yeah. kind of you know <laughs> it's like you know? I
1: I I uh, my wife a couple of months ago watching I forget what it was
2: the, uh,
1: one of the bad guys is getting waterboarded. Mm. And
3: Peg and I are watching in the revenue and I said, I want to get waterboarded. <laughs> you know I'm oh uh... <laughs> and, and her and her head, her head rotated great like Linda Blair and in the exorcist. Oh, it, it just rotated.
0: She said, What? <laughs> I said, I I want to get waterboarded. She said it's not even date night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, she said what are you talking about i said i want to get waterboarded said, what What are you t-? i said i want to book a role about getting waterboarded she said i they would never do that that can't be i said I, mean, I booked a
0: role we like do it that, somehow i mean i, don't know I said to i'm
1: gonna tell you right now i said i tell you right now i would i would tell them
2: no don't no really
1: just
0: Really? That's a... <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. I said, you want I'm, a trusted...
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I want, I want somebody who might be experienced in this, you know. But, uh, yeah, there are things that I look at and I say, wow, well, I, I would like to do that. I wouldn't mind booking a role like that. That'd be a lot of fun. So, But who knows, you know. Anyway. So hmm. there you go. No. <laughs> uh, anyway.
0: Waterboarding, man. Oof. Well, you were in that yeah. one... You were in at least... Well many military things, not only Jack Reacher, but you were in a, a property from my childhood, my beloved childhood G.I. Joe, when you played an Israeli leader in uh, retaliation. What was like that blockbuster war room like with Jonathan Price and all that? Was it like on a big set or it was in New Orleans, that was, right? it was
1: in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Find a soundstage at that time. We did that in 2011. Um, I'm guessing either they couldn't find a soundstage large enough, or if there was one, and I believe that was the case, but if there had been one available, or or at least something that existed, it wasn't available because we shot that at NASA.
2: Whoa! About yeah,
1: about 30 (laughs) about 30 miles outside of New Orleans. Uh, still technically New Orleans, but outside the city proper is the uh, Moshad, uh, what is it, the NASA Moshad facility, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, it's where they built uh, the Saturn, Saturn V rockets and then put them on barges and floated them up uh, rivers and whatnot, the, the intercoastal to Kennedy Space Center. And we didn't know. They said, well, we were shooting it at NASA. And all of us looked at each mm-hmm. other like, NASA?
2: Uh, yeah, there's NASA here in New Orleans. I said, there's a NASA in New Orleans? <laughs> I said, Did any, any of you guys know that? i like, I have no idea. So they found, uh, huh. yeah, it was a, a, a room that uh,
1: NASA wasn't, I guess, building anything at the time, mm-hmm. and they took it over, and it was that they, they decorated it. Um, that's the best phrase I could use. It it almost looked like they were borrowing things from the Smithsonian. They had it set up uh, when you walked into it. First thing a couple of us said was wow, this is like being at the Smithsonian planes hanging from the sea. And I mean, proper planes hanging from the ceiling and tanks and everything Mm. is set up as a display. And it was pretty impressive. I said, wow, this is wow. Um, that's where we shot that, and then at the end of it, where, where, um, uh, the world leaders, myself included, were, we're uh, I think it was, was it Jinx,
0: who takes us back and leads us to safety? Yeah, like the ninja, yeah, the ninja, right? Yeah.
1: Right, the but, tunnels, yeah. the tunnels that we're running through, that is at, the, what is it, Fort Polk? P-O-L-K? Hmm. Um, let me uh, tell you in one second. Fort Fort Polk, Louisiana. Fort Polk, Louisiana. Um, yeah, uh, supposed to be uh, substituting for Fort Sumner, uh, South Carolina. And uh, yeah, we spent the whole week running through the um, the, the actual tunnels, the, the the caves. The the fort is a it's a semicircle on a bay and uh you go from one cannon room to another cannon room to another. And uh yeah that was uh that was a lot of fun. So
0: yeah. But the the big room was at NASA. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Huh.
1: Yeah. A lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I know like uh one of the one of the creators of G. I J. Larry Hammer was there as like a General or something. Maybe a Jonathan Price as a Zartan. Yeah. yeah uh, the chameleon Price. president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it was, uh, it was, it was terrific. I didn't have, uh, I, I, I do a lot of dialects and um, my, my agent, uh, when he called, he said, uh, I think it was a,
0: Friday, if I remember correctly. And this is, we, this is back when we, we were doing live auditions, uh, certainly, of course, yeah. well, obviously. Before COVID, then, yeah. Like...
1: Yeah, well, just way pre COVID, back in uh, 2010, uh, mm. late 2010, 2011. <clears throat> and he said, uh, <clears throat> he, says, uh, he says, Bobby, you, uh, you're doing Israeli dialect. Mm. I said, of course I do an Israeli
2: dialect. <laughs> what do you Why would you even ask? (laughs) Okay, I'm sending you. I'm sending you an audition.
1: Uh, You know, you're gonna go in and read on Monday. I said, okay. So I hang up the phone. Text says to me. Text says to me. You you doing Israeli (laughs) dialect? I will Monday. (laughs) Nope. I said nope, but I will by Monday. That's great. (laughs) And of course, I go. I googled and and YouTube. I spent the entire weekend. And I go in Monday, and uh, a couple of days later, he calls and says, uh, you just booked three solid weeks, wow. uh, like 21 days, on uh, a film with a $180 million budget. You're going to New Orleans. So the, the joke at that point was I was the only <laughs> – I was, I was the only um, – italian irish roman catholic from brooklyn who ascended to the presidency of history <laughs> i mean
0: how is that not oscar award worthy you know come on that's a, that's a...
1: <laughs> no i tell you what happened was mm-hmm. that when we got on set you see that whole semicircle of all mm-hmm. of us and go you know what a lot of friends were made they were, they just terrific guys. Ilya Vovochka right, played the Russian president. Yana, Ajay made up with the Indian president. It was just uh, it was just a great group of guys. They started experiment whatever lines each of us had. They just started experimenting. Okay, so uh, Robert, you say that line. Let's hear what that sounds like when you say. Okay, and one of my lines they gave to Ajay. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, Robert, what's that line? Okay, to the, uh, Ajay, you say that line. Let's hear what it sounds like. So." Whatever we, whatever they shot, what you see in the final take is what they did. So, uh, hmm. yeah, but it was, you know, a lot of fun. Jonathan Price was great. Hmm. Everybody was terrific. Okay. Everybody was terrific. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the uh, just being in the port. And, uh, and, and by the way, that, that port, interestingly enough, because uh, that port is right next to a uh, I guess you would have to call it a fishing village. So, you know, within walking distance, like only maybe a quarter of a mile, and um, just walking down the, the fishing village and seeing these the homes up on thirty-foot pylons, because of, obviously because of hurricanes, I'm you know I'm not used to seeing that, and then talking to some of the local fishermen. Oh, you're filming over at the fort. I said, you know, yeah, during the, uh, during Katrina, you know, the whole fort was underwater. (laughs) We we chuckled like, what? How high high was the water? And they point over to the houses and say, that high, that's why they're that high now, because a lot of the homes got washed away, they weren't high enough. But Katrina taught us, now we're building them that high on these massive huh. telephone poles, and some of them, one or two, have like elevators. From the, the people were parking their semi trailers underneath their homes, and and it's it's just bizarre because you see these homes that are. I mean, take a take a
0: take a normal. Well, you, you guys are you in New York? You guys are in New York. Uh, we're in uh, Portland,
2: Oregon, right here. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, so yeah. just go, go out to the suburbs and take your mm-hmm. ordinary single-story ranch house mm-hmm. that's sitting on the ground with a garage and taking the whole thing and putting it on a platform, <laughs> just the way it is. Raise it up 30 feet in the air and put it all on telephone poles. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously you can't use the garage door anymore, so then many of them built out a little deck so that you could slide the garage door up and now you come out and you've got a deck that's 30 feet. It's just, it's bizarre when you don't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. But they said, yeah, no, the whole the whole fort was underwater. Couldn't see it, uh, you know, except from the an mm-hmm. helicopter. And it, uh, little, little conversations like that give you uh, some perspective on uh, the pain that some people went through yeah. who happen to live in an area that
0: you don't live in.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, a catastrophic yeah a catastrophic knock, point. In their, right, their knock, life. knock on wood I never uh and one places that I've lived never have had uh that type of activity. I remember when I was living I was living in LA for acting when a uh, Hurricane Katrina hit and so I met some people who moved to Hollywood because of Katrina. Man, but jeez, And i remember uh uh is it Omse or some museum as a little kid and it was um there was some sort of documentary about the big one when the big one's gonna hit, and it was oh man, what is that actor's name? He played a uh, curly in City Slickers. Um, curly in City. Old. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Jack, Jack, Palance. Jack, Jack, Palance, Yeah, he was doing the voiceover with that with that voice of his, and he was saying it was showing a graphic of California crumbling into the sea when the big one hits one day, I was like, oh, my God. I remember being a little kid going like, well, I'm going to move to Hollywood one day for acting. You know, this little kid. And uh, and Jack Pounce's voice saying, you know, how the, how the California will crumble into the sea one day after the big one. And he's like, and it's not a matter of if, but when. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the whole time I lived in LA for five years, I'm like, is this the big one? When there's a cutting at little tiny earthquakes here and there. But, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah, no, growing up in New York, you know, with the... We've had hurricanes, and Mm. my wife and I live in South Florida. We were in South Florida for Hurricane David and uh, quite a few hurricanes. Um, Mm.
2: And
1: and I've said for, of course,
2: family and friends back east don't get this, but
1: Mm. I've said, wow, you have earthquakes. I said, you know what? Of all the natural disasters, and yes, I, I understand, of course, it could be
2: bad. Look at the North, the uh, Northridge earthquake yeah. before mm. I even got out here. Mm. But um,
1: of all the natural disasters, I would rather have an earthquake than a hurricane. Certainly, uh, yeah. a tornado, and such. Yeah. I said, because I've lived through quite a number mm. of hurricanes. Yeah. And you know when they're coming. They'll tell you it's coming. Mm-hmm. You're prepping a week in advance. We know all too well from living in South Florida, Palm Beach County. Um, you better get over to the supermarket now because the milk will be gone. The bread will be gone in a couple of hours. Hmm. Uh, you better get over to Home Depot because all the 4 by 8 sheets of plywood are going to be gone. You know it's coming. They can pretty much tell you exactly when it's going to hit. It does hit. And if you happen to be in the eye, the winds will be blowing horrendously strong in one direction and then it'll get calm and then the back end will hit you and you'll be, the winds will reverse and hit you in the other direction and after it's all over, if your house is still standing, mm. um, you're probably not going to have electricity for, Damn. you know, fill in the blank, a, a day, yeah. a week, a couple of weeks. Uh, the, the the power lines that are down, the, the streets that have to be cleaned up, the trees that are over. I said, a tornado in the middle of the night, uh, wow, you know. Uh, yeah. But an earthquake, I said, uh, at least my experience, I have not been in a, in, in a yeah. bad one. Okay, yeah. I admit that. Yeah. But <laughs> I've been through a couple of them, uh, quite a few. And you kind of shake a little bit and then you stop and then. Okay, let's get back
0: to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, same then there's, yeah. then there's an
1: aftershock, and you know a little bit of this. And
0: okay, let's get back to work. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Same, same experience you know, for I mean, me. So yeah. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it was not it was not Port Polk. I just oh. realized it was Port
0: Pike. Port oh, Pike. Cool. Okay. In, in the world. Right, yeah, So. Port Super fans out there, don't cancel us. It was Fort Pike, you said? <laughs> Fort, yeah, Fort, Fort Pike. <laughs> you, you go to a Comic Con one day and they're like, mm, actually, we heard you a year or two ago on that One show and you were wrong about this G.I. Joe location. And you're like, okay, you know. <laughs> oh my God. Someone dressed up as Fort Snake Park. Eyes or The Rock, you know? Roadblock or something. No. <laughs> uh,
1: great, great, great bunch of people. It really is. Uh terrific
0: bunch of people yeah oh that's all so, uh, yeah everybody the, the late ray stevenson just yeah i was so people. bummed when he uh we had a tribute to him on uh our first or second episode i want to say that's when he that man that's firefly yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah he was so no, great as the sure punisher that. he's my favorite punisher of those two and yeah. yeah everything he stole he's so seen that everything he did you know from the thor films yeah. to uh
1: I'm such Dexter? a gracious, gracious man.
0: Oh, it's yeah, good to hear. Yeah,
1: just uh, it, re- really terrific, terrific. Great experience, great experience.
0: Uh, you know, it feels like so, usually the most talented people are, often often yeah. at least. feels like, you know. I know. It's,
1: just look back over the years and see the people that I've worked with, that you know, some are not around anymore, and it's like, wow. Mm. Um, but, you know, like... Like everything else in life, it's, you, you've gone through the experience, you were able to experience that, that incredible moment, however brief it may have been, and it's something that you can just chalk up and say, yeah, I was, I was there, I did that, wow, yeah, so it's uh, hmm. all good stuff,
0: yeah. Well before before we let you go, is there anything uh you wanna mention any of your projects uh that because like, you have so many, any that are um in post production or they're coming out that might not get the attention that some of the bigger ones will definitely get or Um nothing oh boy.
1: Oh, I just signed another
0: NDA. Oh okay, yeah, no no yeah, before. don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not laughs> an, an hour yeah. <laughs> And any that have NDAs yeah. probably definitely going to have enough media anyway if they got the, the NDA quote, qual- you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'll
1: um,
0: tell you No independence or. Nothing,
1: not a lot of people know this. Huh. Yeah. Uh, until, until I tell them. Although one or two people have. Uh, I think one was my cousin. I'm not sure. Um, I, do, I do a lot of uh, English dubbing for Netflix foreign films.
2: Really? Wow.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, like, That's fascinating. There like yeah. 14 of them so far. Wow. Like, uh, now, are they a lot of the stereotypical yeah. mobster gangster things that you get kind of virtually touch yeah, test uh, uh, with, or no? <laughs>
1: pretty, no, pretty much all of them are, are uh, that I've been involved with. Have been action films. One hmm. or two were not. But, um, I mean, if you look at, uh, let's say, um, uh, let's say. I'm trying to think
2: of the name of one.
1: Uh, Rogue City. Mm. Ro- Rogue City is a French action film.
0: Uh, mm. I thought it was very well done. Mm. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's City a foreign is, film. But if we listen to the dub, it's, it's you, uh, huh?
1: Netflix. Yeah. Right.
0: I, oh. I, I'm
1: the voice of uh, uh,
2: Bastia, uh, Santo Bastiani. Okay. I'm the voice of his, of his brother Joe Bastiani oh. and
1: five other voices. <laughs> um. Five other voices in, the, in that film. Uh, Jaguar, a Netflix film, uh, several, several, uh, Belaskorian, PI, in that. Uh, Shamaran, two seasons of that. Kobietti uh, Mafia, 50mm2, uh, 50 50mm2, 50 uh, Man on Pause. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, so not a lot of
2: people know. until you hear my
1: voice
0: come out of wow. somebody else's mouth, and it's like, are those are those all Netflix or no? Yeah, it's all Netflix. Okay. I haven't done anything for anybody else yeah. other than Netflix. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like one of their go-to guys. Awesome, that's cool. That, you know, it's funny yeah, that my now I might pay the bills for, uh, you know, during a strike too. So you know, I mean, for you. Or is that that's not because that's not affected by the strike, right? Because it's out of Hollywood, right? Or is that or is there a weird in between? No, no
2: it's not because
0: uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's voice work. Oh, okay.
1: So yeah, mm-hmm. it, the only thing we were striking, uh, we were striking
0: on the yeah. theatrical contract. Yeah, which I know you were. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so definitely in support of the strike, on, obviously. But yeah, so but at least you're telling me the lights were on for you and Peggy the whole time. <laughs>
1: the li- yeah, the lights, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: Mm. You know, I'm, You're like Peggy. We can buy the we can like buy a cool cool ranch Doritos. We don't have to buy the local <laughs> store brands. No, no, honey. put that down. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: funny. No, but hey, you know what? Like everybody else, hmm. as soon as we went on strike, mm-hmm.
1: better be better be safe than sorry.
2: Oh, yeah. let's, oh.
1: let's just tighten the belt for just a couple
2: little, little weeks. And yeah. See what
1: happens. And then a couple of weeks turned into a couple of months. And, mm-hmm. But no, we were uh, we were good. Of course, the, the Salem, Oregon gig, that, uh, that helped quite a bit. And, uh, you know, it just, it's nice to just get a call and say, uh, are you available to run down to Burbank? Uh, um, or the Netflix, one of the, they prefer you go to a studio uh, in Burbank. Mm-hmm. At least the ones that I've done are in Burbank, hmm. and uh, instead of doing it from like my home studio at home, but I'm okay with that
2: because near home, yeah, why don't
1: I love to be it. <laughs> yeah. I, love to, I love to be in, yeah, yeah. to be in the studio.
2: Uh, oh yeah, in the sound. I love yeah. to be in the booth doing. You know,
0: it's just uh, I, I get a kick out Is of. Is it just, kind of like you're walking into set, even though it's a booth and stuff, in a weird way? It's like I'm walking in, kind of. Or... Well, you're walking in. Mm-hmm. Like when you feel, I mean, the, the vibe of it, I know it's like in a little booth, but, or
2: a room, but, is it? Yeah, you get, uh,
1: there's a little bit of a, an, an adrenaline rush because it, here's the thing you don't know what you're going to be asked to do. You see, there, there, there are no sides, hmm. there's nothing to memorize. You oh. walk in, and that's when you find out what you're going to do. Hmm they're trusting you. So when I walked in the first time, uh, many years ago, I booked something. It was it was a the audition was to it it was a a, a, something that was supposed to be rhyming something reasonably poetic. And it had to be done in a beatbox fashion. Mm. And at that time, I didn't even know what beatbox was. I had to look it up, and mm-hmm. Once I did, I said, oh, okay, I see what they want. Right. Uh. And uh, I, I changed one or two things around to make it rhyme. Mm-hmm. I went in, did it, and casting director was like really happy, like seriously happy. So mm. I walk out and didn't hear anything for a couple of months. And then my voiceover agent uh, calls. and says, uh, uh, "Rob, to, uh, what's your availability for a, a sort of, for what? Oh, well, it's you're gonna English dubbing. It's a Netflix. Okay. Uh, when when did, I, when did I audition for that? <laughs> I said, remember, "Remember that day? Oh, oh, that's what that was for. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so okay, well, send me the sides. And no, there there are no sides." There are no sides. Hmm. No, 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 no side. Just go to uh, go to studio. It's and, and the address in program, Okay. So, what's the character? Uh,
2: we don't really know. <laughs> wow. We we have, no because they put everything is in code names. It's, oh.
1: It's, uh, wow. It's, it's it's a it's a male, but you know it is, a guy. That, You know, when when you're an actor and you're used to getting sides and memorizing and you go into a room because now I know exactly what I'm gonna do Mm -hmm. that's why I've got that resume. But you tell me I said, No, no, just listen to us, just go and they'll tell you what to do. Hmm. So the first one was uh, I was I was apprehensive. I'm like, I I honestly don't know what's going on here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really don't So I walk in, and uh, I'm in the booth, and this is pre-COVID, a couple of years before COVID, and engineers in the other room. Um, you know, I've did, done voiceovers, so I'm, I'm used to being in the studio, but this is different. director happened to be, the, the dubbing director happened to be in that room, and a couple of other uh, people sitting around on couches with laptops all paying attention.
2: He
1: said, Robert, hey, how you doing? Thanks for
2: coming. Kind hey, of thank you, guys, etc., cetera, et cetera, so much. Hmm. Uh, so
1: what are we doing today? They said, well, uh, today you're going to be doing uh, six
0: different voices. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. <how> the... <laughs> yeah, you're going to be. Wow. So have you done this before? I was like, um, no. <laughs> I have acted, but uh, not this assembly line. Yeah. What
1: are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I said, I, I know ADR. I said, I can do ADR in a heartbeat. I said, I've, not, I've never spent my ADR work over the years. Uh, I'm in and out in like three minutes. I'm, I'm
0: done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, but, I said, well, this is kind of similar to that. And they explain the process. <laughs> Just time
2: oh, 16, okay. right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, so this first character, and they've got a big TV screen in front of you, and they play the, they, uh, they explain how to do it. <laughs> said, uh, and then across the bottom of the screen is, it's like a stock ticker. It just, my, my lines just go you
2: know, from
1: right to left and then there's a little bar, fixed bar in the middle. And I said, as soon as your line, as soon as your, your, your dialogue hits that line, you start speaking. And, yeah, like uh,
0: karaoke or something, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. But <laughs> what you have to do is you have to match your speed,
2: your. Oh,
0: because that's the way their their lips are moving like with the bar kind of? That's
1: that's exactly right. Whatever a a phrase or a word, yeah, a sentence in French or Turkish doesn't necessarily translate into the same length of the same sentence in
0: English. Fascinating.
1: So, and also you have no, you have no idea what the performance needs to be. Literally zero. You're seeing a scene for the first time, and you have to huh. match that level. There's, there's like no preparation. Mm. It's on the spot. Huh. So I'm going in to play a killer, I'm going to do this or that, and my mind, I'm working it up. And, you know, I've, I've been working on this for a day or two, and yeah. I walk in, and, and this is what I know I need to do because this is the scenario. But when
0: you get in a dubbing booth, time you're seeing the scene wow that's incredible would would you like to see you would you like to see it again uh, at this point i'm like nope i got it okay but the first
2: couple of times like yeah can i see that again because i want to look i need to see the expression on this guy's face but then after all you're like this frenchman (laughs) and what is he
1: how intense is he speaking Hmm. let me hear it in his let me hear it in in, Hmm. in the original in his language i want to see if he's emphasizing a particular mm-hmm. part of his phrase, so that I can match that, and it's everything that goes along with that too. So if you're, if you're throwing a punch, it's like, focus <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> so you got to go. So anybody who's as as i told peg uh, because she usually she waits outside i said you know if you're in the room you would be thinking i'm having an epileptic (laughs) session because i'm contorting i'm screaming (laughs) she says what are you talking about i said i just had a fight with somebody who wasn't even in the room Um. but uh, i'm taking blows i'm getting my face kicked in and you gotta you know you gotta react you gotta Inhale. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah,
2: I missed that. Hey, yeah. Now do that. We're going to do that again. And right there, you see, right there, he inhales a little bit. Sorry. And uh, it's it's on the spot acting. Wow. Isn't that
0: crazy? No... Because like, there's these people who are doing it. You know, in that country with that native tongue, they're rehearsing. They're doing all the stuff you or a version of what you normally do. Days of preparation, maybe method acting, and you're just doing it bit by bit by bit by bit, like if now like, here's the thing dial a roll back and forth and, like a Rolodex
2: right, right, right. yeah
1: almost dial a roll <laughs> every American every American film has to be translated into the yeah. countries that it's going to be shown in so I'll take I'll watch Jack Reacher and at, here's what you do at the end of every Netflix movie yeah. <laughs> let the credits run that last final big end oh. shows up like it did the beginning goes
2: Let the credits
0: continue. Don't turn it off. Let it roll. And your name will be there. It'll say UK. Yeah,
1: usually the first group is, in my experience, usually German. Hmm. So they'll have a list of the German, the directors, and who the dubbing. Hmm. And then there'll be a screen with the German actors. You'll see the the character names in the movie you just watched. And then the actors in German, uh, German actors who translated this. In this Turkish film in Germany so that they can watch it in Germany. Usually the second set of, uh, is, is in English. So you'll see the casting directors and then the actors, you'll see my, whatever character I play, Robert Catrini. The thing is, they only, they only give you one credit. So if you've done five different voices,
0: Oh really? Yeah, oh, it's not like no. a, cause sometimes I see an animation. I see like a name and like seven things like Robin, ice cream vendor, yeah, no. blah blah blah, thug number five. No. You know. <laughs> no, no. Huh.
1: You'll see. You'll see. So,
0: so, I think uh, on Rogue City, you'll see Santo Bastiani. So that's your the biggest Rogue role Union. in it, but you did like five different things that's in it, the,
1: <laughs> it. It is. It, uh, of, yeah, it is the. Uh, they usually take the largest role, but hmm. uh, so then you go into an English film movie and you just watch the end of it and you'll see the same thing these yeah. the actors who played it, who played <laughs> colonel moorcroft in japan mm. that's the actor who played colonel Morcroft when it aired in italy etc like wow how cool and nobody of course nobody knows that because who runs through all the credits and even after they hear that if you did and you heard that last bum boom that big n colorful end show up everybody's going you know We've been streaming service and going somewhere else, but there's that whole laundry list of of uh, different companies, uh, mm-hmm. different countries, and the respective actors. Whoa. So, yeah, it's uh, now, since you, a whole since bunch of us all around the planet that can do this.
0: Since those. you've uh, since you've done so many of those, did you ever get notes um, because of one of the people you were do- you're dubbing the voice for was such a a big star that they had a certain um, flair about him? Like I could imagine if someone was doing like a Jim Carrey role. That they might be like, "Hey, no, no, you gotta do it more stretched out and animated," you know. But is there anything, is there anything like this guy's more of a Lothario? Or this guy's more of a creep, or this guy's more of a? Any notes like that for you, or no? Was it just? No, not. Hmm. Uh, you mean from the director himself? Uh, or whoever directs you in, oh, in no. those? Yeah, for the voiceovers. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, the actor. Yeah, no, the director. And these days, uh, like well, this guy's quite a while now, you? Yeah. The director
1: could be, is always somewhere else in the country. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I've had, it's it's me in the booth and mm. an engineer mm. and a voice in my headphones. Wow. And it's like, Robert, thank you so much for coming back. Hey, thanks for having me back again. So what are mm. we doing today, guys? <laughs> and uh, it's okay. The first character, I'm going to do three or four different voices today. The first one up is this, and let's run the scene. And I'm so used to it now that I just kind of, what i'm gonna do
2: i just hmm. i'm i'm, I'm I, I know i must be doing something right because they keep asking me to come back and do more and oh, so like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. but huh. uh
1: it's lit. it's literally acting
2: on the fly yeah you no idea no <laughs> script no uh the the, the films were all given code names you don't even know what the actual film is going to be titled until yeah
1: Oh. Months later, when the casting director will email me and everybody who's involved in that, mm-hmm. saying, "Okay, this is the what you did a couple months ago. Now it's coming out, et cetera. Et cetera. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's acting on the fly.
0: If you, uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, I'll look into that because I love that kind of thing. I mean, I'm improv trained. I mean, it's not improv; you're reading lines. But I mean, you know, I mean, just doing it on the fly, kind of like that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's like giving it's like being given scene work. Mm-hmm. With no, with zero mm-hmm. preparation.
2: Yeah, you know, I, you, yeah
0: uh, I like that. I mean, I want. Yeah. <laughs> and saying here, uh, do this scene. Uh, okay, let me read it. No, 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 no. You, you, don't, you don't, read it. Just, uh,
1: just uh, get ready
0: to do it. Well, it kind of okay, reminds I, me. I I'm <laughs> That's wild, man. Like, um, yeah. who was it? Uh, a couple guests back. Uh, Fred Melamed. He was he was talking about how he's done so many films, what he all and stuff, but he was uh, kind of taken back when he first got to the Curb Your Enthusiasm set, you know, with Larry David show on HBO, because it's all improv and there's no lines, improv. and it's just like hey, you're doing yeah. this scene, you kind of an idea where it's gonna go, you know, or you're gonna find this happens, but we're getting there. So it, it's kind of funny. It, exactly. Wow. I exactly. Like, I love that.
1: Well, it, yeah. it, in, in, in this case, though, there's the extra added. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say problem. There's the extra added
0: issue of there's already an actor in some other country who's done this. Yeah, it's their like biggest role maybe. Yeah, it's their they're the right. on the poster. Gotta, <laughs> I've gotta do
1: I've gotta match the emotions wow. yeah. that he's doing on stage. I mm. don't have to improvise this. I have to match mm. what he's doing, but I, I don't have not any time to prepare. This is my prep. I'm in the room. The clock is ticking.
0: I'm on wow. the clock, and I I love out. that. You're like a acting after, surgeon kind of, or kind of in a way. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> it's
0: they a face play off. It
1: once, they play it once for me, maybe twice, yeah. and I have to just immediately deliver. Uh, you got to hit the bullseye. Like no, wow. no time to sight. No time to sight the gun in. Just squeeze the trigger and, and hit huh. that bullseye.
0: Okay. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of. <laughs>
2: yeah. And the,
1: the, the other, the, the other aspect, which I think is interesting, is uh, I don't know uh, of, of all the voices. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm praying because you don't know which which roles are coming up. They don't tell you. Well, the this character, this this is the first guy. There are a couple of times when I've wished like four characters down. You know, I'm already in there two and a half hours and I'm on my fifth character and I, he comes up and I'm like, damn. I really like to use that voice I used for, for the first guy. <laughs> but I can't it. I can't yeah. i got to change a it. different wow. one for this guy. But I really think that voice would have been better for this guy. So sometimes you're up here and it's like, and other times you're like, no, no, no. You're <laughs> not going to do that now because this is what I need. I want this now. <laughs>
0: I love scratch the Niche. I mean, of course, you want you know professional shoots and everything. And not that that's not that is, but I mean, like I kind of love that kind of stretch your muscle stuff. Like I remember, I booked this um, op- it was Operation Repo when I was living in LA. It was a big audition, and they had this improv for the audition. It's, it's one of those shows where it's like it's like Cops, but it's a Repo Repo Man, you know, and um. Right. Yeah, so we do that, we do the scene and everything, and I think my my audition, they're like, oh, you're, they separate me and the actress, and it's like, okay, so you're, you, you've just found out your girl's, it was either she was cheating on me, or she took my credit card, and you stealing, but then I see the repo in my car, so I run, and I'm mad, and then she's gonna show up, and I'll be mad at her, you know, and so I do it, we nail it, it's so good, it's one of those auditions, Robert, where, like, it went so well, that it's like, if I don't book this, they're just like, they want a different race out of nowhere. They're changing the gender, you know. So weeks go by, and then all of a sudden, like, man, did I not get booked that role? And then I booked it. They called, and they're like, oh, it's next Tuesday. But then they all of a sudden they hit me with, oh yeah, it's next Tuesday or Monday or whatever day it was going to be. And they're like, oh, and all it's in the nude as well. Is that cool? I'm like, in the nude, and they pixelated for TV. But I'm like, uh, but I wanted it. Like, but I did it. So I did. So so on my Operation Repo, like our our characters, they had the scene where. In in the in the episode, our uh, our characters are getting it on in the back seat of the car. They start to reek, but we jump out. and We're yelling at them, "Hey, what are you doing?" But I felt bad for the actress because she came up and she she had she said to him, "I got flesh colored underwear. Is that okay?" And they're like, "No, no, they can tell." So every time I watch you know pixelated nudity in a movie or show, I'm like, "Can you tell?" And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, "You can by the way, when they mentioned that to you, did you call your agent right away and say, uh, "Listen, now you need to get me more money"? No, I should have. I oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You should have. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But hey, you
2: know
1: that—that's why we have the—that's uh, why we, we have SAG.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, protect from uh, little surprises like yeah. that and every now and then pop
2: up you say well what do you want me to do oh okay excuse yeah, uh, well,
0: yeah, so, me um, and it's good to know say the say the strike hits back up or something like that that if you had to do a one man show with all those voices you could have a you know YouTube career or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: an old agent of mine uh, before he sold his uh, agency back in 06 Mark uh, Mark has mentioned that to me once or twice he said listen <laughs> consider doing a one-man show. He said, because... i like, okay. Um, I, I I will... I'll definitely
0: consider it. You could animate it, too, with your voices, you know? <laughs> you, can, uh, you, can, uh, you can animate it, too. Oh, my God. You could have 40, 44, like, roles on the screen in the credits, but your name is on the other side next to each character.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by... I'm, I'm, I'm not, unless it's an English dub, because
1: you're only going to give you one credit. So. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Um.
2: anyway.
0: Well, Robert, we've taken enough you of your time. Oh, thanks so much for uh, sharing your story with us, man.
1: Uh, Thank you. Uh, hey, anytime. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I love to, you know, help, especially new people. You know, my my mentor is will. She'll have Zoom meetings and invite me in, and because you know, when you, not only me, when you're anybody who's experienced, any actor who's experienced it has as a solid resume. That, you know, they, they should be asked questions. You know, it's only right for newbies or less mm-hmm. experienced actors to ask the more experienced actors. You know, and it's not only in this business. I mean, if you're an apprentice plumber and you're not sure how to do something, you better
2: mm-hmm. go to the
1: next room and ask the guy who's been doing this for thirty years. He'll tell you exactly how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's um, any 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 time, anytime. anytime. Oh, There's so much more to tell.
0: Oh, we'll definitely have, great. yeah, we'll definitely have you back, man, oh, a pleasure.
1: Absolutely, and thank you for, uh, accommodating whatever time I got, I know we were talking about this while I was still up in, uh, in Oregon, and I
0: couldn't do it, but, uh, Oh, no, yeah, for yeah. sure, man, for sure. Very
1: much appreciated. So, uh, yeah, let me know when it's gonna air, and,
0: uh, Yeah, well, it should be cool. two weeks from now, but yeah, I'll definitely text you when it's gonna hit the streets. <laughs>
1: fantastic guys thank you so much
0: and uh, yeah right. good yeah have fun with peggy and uh everyone's gonna tune in to all your future stuff <laughs> how can we not you're everywhere hey, I, <laughs> worldwide I apparently you're worldwide <laughs> i need all the fans i can get okay mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys take care thank you so much and uh listen have, have a fantastic holiday and a safe holiday
0: you too man so, Oh. Uh,
1: You too.
0: We will talk very soon. For sure. And can only help to work with you again in the future, man. Thanks. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Good night. Take care.
0: Bye. And that was the legendary Robert Catrini. You've already watched his art. I hope you enjoyed some of his behind-the-scenes. Good night.
3: Thank you, everyone. Share. was brought to you in part by T-Mobile, the
0: Uncarrier. Well, friends, the theater lights have come back on overhead. Please clean up the candy wrappers you snuck in and traverse safely. See you next week or superfans online at patreon.com backslash that Kev one show.
2: Good night.
3: What's better than your favorite talk show? Well, maybe homemade delicious food, cold beer, or a drink of your choosing in a comfortable atmosphere. Well, look no further than the Boulevard Tap House for the world-famous fish and chips, seafood, all-around delicious menu with pizza, all kinds of food, wings, steak bites, anything you can imagine we you want to watch the big game or catch some live jazz if you pick the right night. Open seven days a week. Go to BoulevardTapHouse.com right now. I like to go to their Terwilliger Curve location. That's the, uh, the, uh... Home location for their not only their fish and chips, and they knew that they always used to give me uh, um, Caesar Caesar chicken salad and wine. Um, they kind of made jokes and made fun of me. Of that my favorite food there now might just be the brand new Mark Kevin. That's a margarita pizza named after me. <laughs> Don't know if they do it because I'm Italian or what, but I had it and it is delicious and uh, dare I say nutritious. Anyway, friends. Go on in. Have a great time. When you're there, you truly are family. No cap. Enjoy the Boulevard House today.
0: This portion of that Kev1 show is supported by Bohemian Dream Gifts. Made with organic and natural oils that nourish and hydrate your skin. Man, I don't know if it's the weather outside or the gym that was killing my skin. Because my right elbow on the... uh, it itched like the Dickens, like I was becoming like the lizard from Marvel Comics. Um, I think it's that machine where you put your elbow in and do the lifts, you know, for the bicep. But uh, I was itching my skin like crazy during a, Well, I won't say who because I don't want them associated with rough skin with one of our guests. <laughs> here in the near future here. <laughs> but my left... My right elbow was getting ashy and coming up getting red and irritated. Anyway, I used some of the promotional cookie dough body oil from Bohemian Dream Gifts that they gave us. And my skin... I'm not kidding. Came back. I can vouch for that one. The cookie dough oil baby body oil. The cookie dough body oil brought my skin back to life like an Evanescence song. I'm not kidding. My skin is smooth and happy again. 100%. You can buy cookie dough oil on Etsy at the Bohemian Dream Gifts Shop. Check out the other stuff as well. But that's one that I, that I swear by now. <laughs> and as soon as my promotional one runs out, I'm going to order some myself. So go to Etsy and visit the Bohemian Dream Gifts Shop today.